Assalamualaikum. Welcome to uh, today's broadcast. It is Wednesday, 13th of uh, October 2021. And uh, in our series, uh, Reflections on the Holy Quran, this is broadcast number 263. And uh, we are at the moment discussing um, uh, verse 93 of chapter 2 of the Holy Quran and this is the seventh broadcast in that regard. Um, these broadcasts are brought to you by the courtesy of the Lahore Amdiya community known as the Lahore Amdiya Movement and Amdiya Islam and so on. This organization was created by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed who taught that um, though people want to bring another prophet after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, the Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet was Khatmun Nabihin and the Holy Prophet explained this by saying Ana Khatmun Nabihin La Nabi Abadi. So now no prophet can come. Not an old one, not a new one. But the companions Razilatala of the Holy Prophet Muhammad were worried by this. And they said to the Prophet Muhammad that uh, previous nations, Ummas, when they went astray, a Prophet would appear to guide them back to the right path. So what will happen to the Muslims? And the Holy Prophet said, now Prophets won't come, <clears throat> but Reformers, Mujaddadeen will come. God will send Mujaddadeen. And they will be entrusted with leading the whole of the Ummah to the right path. And of course this will lead to disagreements and so on. And uh, although as Hazrat Mira Ghulam Ahmed said, people are very keen to call each other heretic and kafir and this and that. Hazrat Mira Ghulam Ahmed Sahib pointed to the hadith of the Holy Prophet Muhammad in which he said that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima that you are not a Muslim, then the heresy the declaration of heresy falls back on the person who says it. So stringent was the Holy Prophet Muhammad himself in this regard. And Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad also uh, said that uh, look, people uh, <clears throat> are keen to say that Ayah uh, Rajam, Surah Valayat were part of 
prophetic revelation, but they're missing from the Holy Quran. But Rasulullah Sahib said that uh, God has said that I have revealed it and I will guard and protect it. So how can any part of prophetic revelation be missing from the Holy Quran? No verse of the Holy Quran, no prophetic revelation has been left out of the Quran. Again, many people are fond of saying this verse is abrogated and that verse is abrogated, the, of the Holy Quran is abrogated. Hazrat Mirza Gulam's teaching was that no verse of the Holy Quran was ever abrogated. And it cannot be abrogated because they are, as we said, under God's protection. And Hazrat Sahib stressed that uh, jihad is a duty of every Muslim. But jihad is defined by the Holy Prophet, not by anyone else. And when returning from uh, fighting, the Holy Prophet Muhammad said, from uh, the minor jihad, we now return to the major jihad. And he explained that the major jihad is jihad bin nafs, fighting with your own inner self, your own evil desires. And uh, you will notice that uh, on the podcast, we have called it Jihad, because this is a struggle that we are conducting to take the meanings, the understanding of the meanings of the words of the verses of the Holy Quran to people. Let us turn to those verses. As I said, <clears throat> chapter 2, verse 93. Sorry. Sorry. وَرَفَعْنَا فَوْقَكُمُ الْقُورِ هُزُومَا آتَيْنَاكُمُ بِقُوَّةٍ وَاسْمَعُوا قَالُوا Sama Yamurukum Bihi Imanukum in Kum And when we made a covenant with you and we raise the mountain above you, take hold of that which we have given you with firmness and obey. They said, We hear and we disobey. And they were made to imbibe the love of the calf into their hearts on account of their disbelief. Say, evil is that 
which your faith bids you if you are believers. And today we are going to look at uh, two words Al-Ajl and <clears throat> be Kufrihim. So let me turn to my notes if I can find them on the area. The first word Its uh, triliteral root is Ain Jim Lam. And uh, it occurs in the Holy Quran 47 times in 10 forms de derived from this root, 19 times as Astaga Jala. Sorry, Istag Jala. And ten times as Ajil, five times as Ajila, and five times as Ajila. So that makes 29, that's 39 times out of 47. And those of you who know Urdu would know that the Urdu word Ajilat is the same as this. It means to hurry, to hasten. Um, and uh, but as a noun, it means the calf or a calf. Ajilan jasad jasadan lahu, a calf. Chapter seven, verse hundred forty-one. Um, so, it is, it's applied mostly to human beings because it stands for the human desire to get things done very quickly before their time. I mean, to give you one example, that, uh, <clears throat> and in fact, this word is used in that context, uh, that if there's a she-camel and she's pregnant, and if she, she can carry the pregnancy to its term, or give birth early, and then there'll be problems with the, uh, with the child camel. And this is why the Holy Prophet said, Al-Ajalatu mina shayyivwaaf. That uh, haste comes from Satan. Sa'uriikum ayati falatas tajilu. Chapter 21, verse 37. You will see my signs shortly. So, don't be in a haste. Don't be in a hurry. 
Balatajil Bil Quran, chapter 2, verse 114. Don't recite the Holy Quran in haste. And we see this, you know, we see this uh, during Ramadan Tarabia, and we see this on these uh, um, funeral or death rituals, 40 days, and all this kind of thing. The deceased um, <clears throat> um, family, they call these professional reciters of the Holy Quran who sit there and, uh, you know, rattle off the Holy Quran at a great speed. The point about this verse of the Holy Quran is that. Uh, it's not just physically recited slowly, but that you think and reflect on the message of the Holy Quran. Um, because that is the main thing. If you just recite it and you don't understand it and you know you haven't re reflected upon it, you know, it's at breakneck speed, like, you know, a high-speed train going from uh, King's Cross to Edinburgh. Then you might finish it in a physical sense, but will you gain any benefit from it? The major benefit is, is understanding the Holy Quran and its message and its do's and its don'ts. And... Uh, there is verse 20, sorry, chapter 20, verse 84. Wa'ajiltul ilayka rabbi This is Moses explaining to God that I rushed to you. You know, God says, don't rush. There's no need for haste. And Moses is saying, that I ran to you in haste to please thee, O Lord. So he is justifying, Hazrat Musa al-Islam is justifying uh, that uh, I was hurrying for something good. So, Uh, chapter 22, verse 47, it says, And these people, their actions, what they do, etc., hasten the punishment. And this, another verse, uh, uh, sort of makes this a part of human nature. Chapter 31, verse 37. Then God, sorry, man was created in haste. It doesn't mean that, you know, God was in a hurry to create man because there was, you know, some program on television that he wanted to go and watch. But hastiness is a part of 
man's nature. That's what this means. And this is explained by another verse of Tawji Quran, chapter 17, verse 11. Makanal in Sanu Ajula. And man was born, man was created hasty. So he does things in haste. And uh, this verse I missed in the uh, <clears throat> Urdu part. But this is chapter 17, verse 18. Mankana yuridal yuridal ajilata ajjalna lahu fiha anasha u livanunurid. And that is that someone who's hasty, who says, you know, I've done good, just, you know, give me the reward here. And God says, well, you know, if someone wants an easy life, then we give him what he wants. Obviously, the implication here is that if man didn't haste, if he didn't hurry, in the hereafter, the reward will be much greater. Or in other words, chapter 38, verse 16. Before the day of judgment, give us what is our due. So this can be an explanation. This is an explanation of the previous verse that uh, uh, I recited. And then we have the meaning with which this word is used here. Al-Ajlu. And that is a calf. Uh, <clears throat> and God says here that uh, you imbibed, you put into your hearts, your hearts were flooded with the love for this calf. And a calf is, uh, this word is used for a calf. Why? Because a calf is quicker than a bull. Bull may be stronger, may be able to charge at things and so on. But a calf is more flexible and it's much quicker. And there is a debate uh, um, among people. Uh, about, uh, you know, how old should it be um, <clears throat> before a calf becomes a bull and all this kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, that is not our purpose in uh, looking at these meanings and so on. And uh, there's another verse, 31, uh, chapter 31, verse 37. Holikal in Sanu Min Ajli, which I actually read out, um, but I forgot to uh, point out that some people say here Ajalun means dust, 
man is created from dust. Um, but a better translation is, as I said, there's another verse which explains this by saying that uh, man was created in, uh, in, in, uh, with a nature that is hasty. Although Al-Ajalun is, uh, dust is also called Al-Ajalun. And this is probably why people have said that, uh, um, or people translate it as man was created with, with dust uh, and so on. But I agree with the school of thought that says uh, it actually refers to um, haste in man's nature. The next word, Bikufrihim, the, the word itself is Kufar here, and its uh, root is Kafara, and it uh, occurs in the Holy Quran 525 times, and you have in 14 different forms derived from Kafara. Hundred and uh, sorry, not uh, two hundred eighty-nine times as kafara, and then hundred and twenty-nine times as kafirun. So I guess that takes care of the most of the occurrences. Thirty-seven times as kufr, and fourteen times as kafara and 12 times as kafur and then the rest is once and twice and so on for example kafur occurs once oh no uh, kafar i forgot that's five times and kafarat is four times but i mean a few times kafur is three times etc And uh, if I could, I would give you a test to see what it means. But I can't. So I'll carry on chatting myself. Now, its real meaning, the basic thing, is to hide something. Darkness is called Al. Kufru is the word used for darkness night because it hides everything. It's dark and you can't see it. And uh, a farmer or anyone really, even a gardener, who uh, puts bulbs and seeds and things in the ground and covers them up with earth because he's hiding them, so to speak, um, then this uh, word is used for him as well. Al-Kafur, the word uh, I mentioned at the end, uh, it's the skin that has the fruit within it, you know, like, like um, a grape. You need that skin around the grape to hold the, uh, the, the fruit uh, actually uh, in it.
and from this comes the word kufurun which basically means hiding or denying and uh, it mostly it's mostly applied to uh, denial of uh, existence of god or his unity or his sharia or um, prophethood etc and uh, but you can think of this in another way that um, you know if you are hiding something that god has bestowed upon you as a blessing the most common example would be resources and money people hide the money they have uh why yeah okay there is privacy and you don't want people to know how much money you got which is fine but then people hide money so that they don't have to pay tax or zakat and so on on it so you know um that is something god has bestowed upon you something good that god has given you and you're hiding it you're not sharing it you see the sun god created and it has light and heat and so on and the sun doesn't care where it falls the sun shares that with everyone the sun doesn't care who's a hindu and who's a arya samaj and who's a sanatan dharma and who's a muslim and christian and who's a roman catholic and who's a protestant or sunni and shia and so on sun says i don't care god has given me this blessing light and heat and i let all of you share it this is god's attitude but we don't behave in the same way we don't behave in the same way if god blesses us with something we try and hide it so that people don't know yes okay you want to keep it private that's fine that uh, you know people don't know but then uh, you don't tell have to tell them how much you have but you can still use some of it to benefit humanity and that is a denial of god's blessing and god warns against that over and over again chapter 2 verse 152 washkuru li wala takfuru and be grateful to me be thankful to me and don't hide my blessings don't deny my blessings and <clears throat> and then there's a warning as well chapter 14 verse 7 la in shakartum la zaidannakum wala in kafartum inna azabi lashadi chapter 14 verse 7 if you're grateful then i'll grant you more but if you're ungrateful there the word is used kafartum if you are ungrateful 
then I'll punish you as well. My punishment is very severe. In other words, I will just simply withdraw my blessings. So, because of this uh, inherent thing in the human nature that we do this, the word means total denial. Obviously, it is total denial, you know. Someone says, I don't have, uh, I haven't eaten for two days, three days. Please help me, give me some money so I can have a meal. And say, I haven't got anything. And you might have 500 pounds in your pocket. So you are hiding it. You are denying God's blessing. You are refusing to share what he has given with those who are facing difficulties. So, uh, there's much more to say, but our time has run out. So, uh, <clears throat> I noticed that on one of the Facebook, uh, I was wondering why there weren't so many people there. Uh, there was one Facebook page on which there was problem streaming for some reason. Uh, on the other pages it, it is okay. So, um, but anyway, um, our time is up, so I take my leave off you with a prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz and goodbye.